service that sells rain yeah yeah exactly yeah you see it's like the cameras outside of our facility you see like rain clouds inside through the big glass guys are shoveling rain (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) some people are wearing rain suits but other people are just wearing shorts because they don't care they don't give a shit yeah they work with this stuff all day long respect but everyone's feet and hands are just so waterlogged Mm -hmm. they're just like like 10 times bigger than they should be yep and the more waterlogged you get the farther into the facility you work like i i myself work in this facility i work in the basement i'm fully waterlogged we're mining rain oh wow yeah. I, I work in the facility but i'm like in the foreman's office it's like above like the factory so i have my office i can look at everybody mm-hmm. but like my face is the one that's waterlogged so you're like yep. oh he's drinking the water. yeah <laughs> yeah 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 it's it's clearly it your your esophagus is weathered like you're a 90 year old person from the top yeah. but also what no one knows is that you, the lower part of your body is slug it's yeah. just pure slug it's like the <laughs> woman from monsters inc that's what you have going on down there and that uh, brings us to our point of welcoming you to the real monsters incorporated which is, you know what I would do? The podcast uh-huh. where Mike and I talk about all the fun jummies. Mikey Wazowski. <laughs> Uh, as a character, well, I, don't from much, I, I, That's know, a character I don't know how much. I don't know how much we can I'm, say I that. I can Mike. say it. I can say it. <laughs> but I don't know if you can. James P. Sullivan. Stop, dude. That's We're gonna the other get character. Disney's gonna come with a cease and desist order. Okay. Dizzy. Dizzy. Okay? The Disney lawyer. He's a hitman from Disney. Oh, right. Geez. You don't want to fuck with that. And also, look, we're trying to cancel student debt. We know mm-hmm. that. And also, I want to start getting into universal health care. Give me that universal health care. Yeah. Give me, give me, give me. Give me, give me, give me. This is a special episode. It's going to be 14 hours long uh, because we've done all those really, really short ones. And the ad guys upstairs who love working with us, they love that. Now they want us to do a really long one. So that's what we're here to do today. 14 hour long episode. If you got the strength after listening to that and you want to do something outside, maybe move your body, get the blood flowing again. I got a show called Teeny Tiny, February 3rd, 9.30 p.m. at the Mm -hmm. Yard Theater on Melrose, bud. Come if you're in L.A., and if you're not in L.A., buy a ticket, get a timeshare, buy a home, see the show. You can have a second family. Yeah. You just got to give them a place to live, and you got to make sure that their quality of living is good. Because no, if the second family has, if if they feel secondary, yeah. then you're doing them a disservice. And then when your main, you, the primary family finds out about the second family, and then they find out they're living in squalor, then they're just like... What are you even this, doing? This is where I'm actually coming. This is what I would do if I can just jump in really quick. Yeah, with a second family? With a, both families. Any family, all of them. Always, always like give them not enough. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's you're always like, I got to go do this job. It's in Cincinnati. I got to be there for six months. Mm-hmm. And then when you're after Cincinnati, oh, I got to go to Boca for six months. So you're, you're just always on the move. Always. So you got families in all these different area codes. Different area codes. I got different hoes. Yeah. But no, but you families. <laughs> I call my family my hoes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, there's three to five members in your family and they're all your hoes. That's it. Yeah. Well, that's kind of actually a smart way to live, I would say. A little bit. And, and here's what I would do when it comes to a second family. I would, I would favor one. Yeah. But so, I would never let them know which one. Oh, wow. But I, but I would personally but you go, know. this is my good, this is the good family. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then actually, if I'm mad at the good family, then I go, you know, the other family is a good family. And I'll, so I'll flip flop on uh, it all internally. Never, because yeah, yeah. you don't want to say that to them because you can't take that back. No, of course not. You don't want them to know either. And you don't want them to know because then that gives them power. Right, and, right, right. And then what if the other family finds out and, and everyone and, leave you? Yeah. Right. You don't want that to happen. 
Robert sent this in. You know what I would Jesus do? Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> you have to go back to school and take English classes. If I go back to school, I'm going to ace it, and they're going to kick me out. They don't want me there, for dude. For acing it? Yeah, for being too fucking good. I think you wouldn't do even as well as Billy Madison did. I think, first off, Billy Madison is a fictional character, so of course I'd do better. Secondly, he only had a week in each class. Uh, yeah, he'd crush. If I had to be there for the entire year, of course I'm going to fluctuate on grades. Yeah. Than- <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're setting all these parameters right now. Are you planning to go back to school? If I can, I don't know, but I'm going to ace it. They're yeah. going to kick my ass and out. We do need that student debt to be wiped, wiped out. Yeah. Get that universal health care. So Jake Birch goes on to ask us this. I'm curious. Goes on to ask us this. <laughs> this man, you guys, that I'm sitting across from. I, you know, Mike, we all can't sit there with their hand on our face and just be like, <laughs> I can judge the way people talk. Yeah, I'm not as eloquent as you. Yeah, quote. maybe I, I can't dance as well as you. Yeah, maybe I can't down a whole bowl of pasta as quickly as you. But you know what I can do? I can give a shit. I can show up. Okay. And that's what fucking matters, okay? I would agree with that. So Jake Birch says this in writing form, just so you know. Okay. Oh, so it's not an audio message that he emailed <laughs> no, us? No. Oh, okay. So he wrote this. Yeah. But he said but he it. He said it. He yeah. said it. Yeah. Colloquially speaking. Yes. But it's written down. Yeah. I'm curious about what you would do with teeth. I'm really bothered that we haven't come up with anything better. Teeth. Even when you care for them twice a day, every day, still need to be cleaned as a matter of course twice a year by a specialist. They get offensively stinky then fall out of your mouth if you eat bread and don't scrub them with fluoride. What the fuck? What yeah. would you do? Sincerely, Jake Birch, Missoula, Montana. Well, thank you, Jake. Thank you. And also thank you for question. giving us your, your the city. We're and... going to need the full address, yeah. though, if you write again. We're going to yeah. need the full thing. Um, this is interesting. Joey just went to the dentist. I went so to the dentist this is a, for the this first time question. in like a thousand years. Yeah. And they, they, they did a number on me. I'm so, oh, my teeth are clean now. Yeah. No, you have a different kind of confidence. I really do, man. Just get in there. I know it's so stressful. There's so many reasons, like push it off, COVID, especially all that shit. But like, like if you haven't been in a minute, just go do it. Yeah, yeah. Just just go. It's true because I had gone a long time without going as well, and I actually knew I had a cavity, and it was the first one I'd ever gotten. I think I was like in my 20s, and I knew that that's what I had. My tooth hurt so much, but all the time I would, you know, you can deny it to yourself for a while. And so I would eat something and go, ah, ah, that's oh wow, it was like that. Yeah, like it was like biting pain. And then finally, I went to the dentist after years of this, years of like I would feel that pain, and then I just go, just don't eat on that side, it's fine. (laughs) And then I went, and then they filled it in, and then I was just like, oh, I don't have that pain anymore. Why the fuck didn't I just do this? And and it is because you feel like the dentist is going to be mad at you. I honestly, I have had such. Poor experience. I'm going to shout out Paradise Dental, the new dental uh, clinic I went to in Santa Monica. They are so nice, so so nice, and it's the bedside manner of the phys- of the physician that's like, and everyone, the hygienist, everyone is just like, it's all good. Yeah. Like whatever your issue is, I'm glad you're here because we you, we got to fix it. Even yeah. if it's just a cleaning, like I'm glad you're here. Let's do it. It's not. I've been to. I went to one like kind of bougier one uh, in. Um, in Hollywood, and like you know, it was like uh, like crazy art and plants everywhere. Yes, and all shit. There was yes. like I went to one of those ones like as well. One like nice dental chair, and I was like, okay, this is probably gonna be expensive. And the doctor was so mean to me. She was yeah. just like, oh my god, okay, great. Well, this is what we're gonna have to do. I'm like, well, why is that? I'm yeah. sorry. I, 
I'm a bad I, boy. I had the same thing. Mine was in Beverly Hills. I remember I walked in, and then the doctor, he had brass knuckles on. He punched what? me as hard as he could. He knocked out two of my teeth. Holy shit. And then he shit. said, now that's going to cost you. <laughs> and I'm like, in a total daze. I'm yeah. like, what are you saying? Well, he meant like in a fighting sense, it's going to cost I you. I don't really know, because uh-huh. next thing I know, I wake up, I don't have a liver, yeah. I don't have a colon. Oh, I'm just going like, what You weren't at a dentist, my guy. Happened. That ain't a dentist. Yeah. I ended up getting all that stuff back. Liam Neeson helped me out. Oh, wow. Yeah. He was actually- You're in Beverly Hills, of course. Yeah, he was just around, and he just like whooped their asses. This is the- If you don't know this, when you come to LA for February 3rd show at 9.30 p.m. at the ER for Teeny Tiny, if you are in any kind of trouble- Liam Neeson will help you out as long or, as you're in LA. Or another action star. Like it kind of depends. It's like neighborhood. Jason Statham, Liam yeah. Neeson. It all depends. Sylvester Brent Wood for Jason Statham. Sly Stallone. Yeah, he's in Calabasas. Mm-hmm. You'll just kind of find them. So if you ever get into trouble there, they'll help you out. Yeah, but well. you got to scream out, help me. Yeah, And exactly. then they'll come running. Exactly. Well, Jake, this is what I would do about teeth because I know what you're saying. is like, why can't we put something else inside our gummies mm-hmm. to make the chomping a little easier? Mm-hmm. And- I've been thinking about this for a while, and the the reality is there's there's not anything that's gonna suffice as like our bones. Like that's just that's oh, just okay. like because I I disagree with you. No, on this. but hear me on this, okay? Because the bones right now are like the best option that we can create. I can't push out little tiny fingers inside my mouth to like pick at the food and throw mm-hmm. it in the back of my throat. I can't do that. My body has not no matter evolved. how much you want. To. Yeah, I no just matter can't how many do times that. you ask Santa, and he says he'll do it. But he he has. He doesn't it. have that power. And guess what? I, you keep changing your address, Santa. I'm gonna find your You're ass. You're gonna find it. All right. That's yeah. just how it goes down, my yeah. man. Liam Neeson. I don't need your help on this time. I'm gonna get him taken. Mm-hmm. You understand? I don't need your help on this time. Yeah, on this time. Because <laughs> next time I will. It makes sense. <laughs> it makes total sense. I was repeating it because I liked it. But I know that there's other material out there that is that are actually going to be beneficial okay, for us. And a lot of it is going to be surprising to you. And it's actually going to be shocking in a way of like, oh, what can you do? Because you can rip out your teeth and you're going to be able to put this in its place. Right. So far, I'm on the exact same tip as you. I'm just curious what you're going to land on. And I think we're both probably picturing those gross little nubbies that people have when they when they get veneers. Oh yeah, yeah. If you don't yeah. know this, like if people get like fake teeth, like they're like they get like a whole new smile, like their teeth are like perfectly straight and white. Like what is that? They've gone in and shaven their teeth down like it's some kind of post apocalyptic like cannibal tribe, mm-hmm. and then they shoved in those veneers on top of it, and it's really sick and also really bad for your teeth. But this is what this is what I would do with this is okay. Right now we want a teeth replacement. Yeah. What do you do? You get brush thistles right uh, and you put those in there because like a whale well not as because whales teeth are like really tight right yeah, yeah. i'm saying like you get it loose. nice and loose yeah because when you first off when you so close loose mouth, thistles through the entire but it, it, it lines all it like there's not space between them like it's it's yeah there's oh okay okay <laughs> yeah i'm picturing if it's tight like a broom no no and it no, goes no. all the way around no no because no, you ever get a broom and like hit your hand by accident it's, it hurts yeah ah, really right and i don't want to yeah. do the gums yeah. so i'm like a handful of them right there because this is what's going to happen they're going to be sturdy enough if you get the corn right it'll pierce it and it uh-huh. won't move right it's going to stay on the on the thistle uh-huh. so you're gonna have to use your tongue to flick it off which is going to be fun it's a little exercise to get oh. your mouth stronger and secondly any anytime you're eating or drinking something it's going to be like a little filter so the fi- the little thistles are going to be able to like block anything that you shouldn't eat and let through what you should. This makes sense. To All me, right, actually. so I mean, look, this actually com- makes sense. I have an office that I'm working on right now that's still being built, but I'm happy to see patients if you want to come through. Really simple. Oh, you're doing this. Oh yeah. Oh, wow. Really simple procedure to get the Did teeth. Did you out. write this question? No, I'm not Jake Birch. I'm a Zulu Montana. But uh, oh. what what I do right now is really simple. What I do is I have um, I got about four or five sled dogs, uh-huh. and I and I don't feed them. And I just... Huskies? 
they they're sled dogs. They can be, they can yeah. be like beagles. Oh, yeah. Doesn't matter. They oh, pull okay. a sled. If they pull a sled, they're a sled dog. They're a sled dog. It's not a breed. No. And what I do is I, I, I don't feed them for a couple of days. It's totally humane. And I coat your, your teeth with a little meat sauce, and I have the dogs go after your teeth. Mm. And the dogs are going to rip out the teeth. Wow. Instead of any implements or tools. Well, that's a tool right there. A dog, a hunger, a starving dog. Yeah. <laughs> Just to attack your teeth. Your uh, lips are going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. Aren't you meat? Aren't they going to try and eat you? No, because I got the meat sauce. Just on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they'll go, well, there's one spot, but look at all the fat in this area. Look all at right, all the man. meat so on the bone. you trying to close me down before you even start? I'm a little bit worried about your practices. I think my practice. You're starving the dogs? No, and not really starving. They're going to eat. Patients? <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm a little worried about what they're going to eat. The the meat teeth. Yeah, <laughs> the people is what it's going to no, end up being. No, they're not. Yeah. So I'm do? a little bit in a comic book kind of mood because I watched some of Morbius last night, which is quite possibly the worst movie I've ever seen. People are saying that. Uh, but uh, I think I would want us to all have sharp Morbius teeth, you know, sort of Dracul, Lord Dracul teeth. Um, and but but I would need it to be, and I'm, you know, I'm in a comic book mood, so I need it to be made out of adamantium. Wow, indestructible, so, indestructible, and I also assume doesn't collect a lot of plaque and tartar. I assume yeah, I don't know right. a ton about adamantium, yeah. but I I don't assume. You know what? That the, the gum is the issue, not the tooth. Uh, it's the gum. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna have to look that up because I don't really trust that you know <laughs> what you're talking about. You you didn't go to a dentist for over a thousand years. <laughs> I, I just don't know that I can trust your take on that but yeah i would get nice sharp scary teeth and and make them an unbreakable metal so i could bite through anything because i do always want to bite through things and i remember from an early age being told not to do that yeah for a lot of reasons i mean if it's like an electrical wire no no but it's like you're trying to open a bag i'd love to go at it with my teeth yeah but you're gonna chip it and i have chipped my tooth and i gotta get it fixed all the time it's so annoying yeah exactly This one's fun because I love going to them. I haven't gone often. And then when I do, I'm always upset at the prices. We're talking about farmer's markets. Yeah, farmer's markets are interesting and not something I was at all aware of before I moved to Los Angeles. Me neither. I don't know. I, I assume they're everywhere, but yeah, they, they, sh- they sure don't get the play they get in Los Angeles. Well, the, I, at one point, I imagine farmer's markets were the like cheap alternative to like big chain grocery stores. Yeah. Or at least like you, I mean, you know, you're getting organic or whatever. Like, but it's certainly not cheap now. No, it's <laughs> crazy. You get like the smallest little ramekin of hummus and it's like $17. And you're like, what? what the I guess I'll support you. And I get that it's artisanal and I get like a small batch. I'm down with that. Like, I yeah. like supporting those things. You know, Shop Small Saturday, right? We're talking about that. Yeah, like, you were talking about that. Yeah. I said I didn't know what that was. But you nodded in agreement. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I, I want to support. But at the same time, like, damn, I'm just trying to get some. I want, I want to get like veggies for the week. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, I can't. This is like, and it's only cash. I'm like, come on, dude. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, because some of my local ones, it, it's almost weird to me where I, I wish it was only cash, but instead they go like, like we have Zell or or they have like that scan thing. Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah they yeah. do all this stuff. That's legit. Uh, but one thing I really like about this local one, although I haven't gone since COVID, uh, but they they were there was like at the end of the uh, farmers market there was just a knife sharpener. And so, like, yeah. you would, I would love to go there with, like, all my kitchen knives in my bag in, like, a towel, and then I would bring it to him, and he would sharpen it. That felt very small town to me, and I really enjoyed a it. A friend of the pod, Phil, just got a knife sharpener at, at his house. Oh. Uh. He's freaking out about it. He says, it's the best thing he's ever gotten. It's too sharp. He's free. He's scared that the knives are too sharp. Yeah, yeah. And I totally get that. He's got to get out of the house. Yeah. He's got to get, like, an Airbnb. I wonder what his thing somewhere. is, because my friend Marcus Ray used to work for Cutco Knives. Oh, does he have one? 
Oh, of course, yeah, and and it, it totally makes sense that he would like because he's he's good at selling that sort of thing. But then he came through and he was just sharpening my knives, just like with the stuff that they have. That little one, that one rod. Yeah, yeah. It's like I would never do that. I'm like, does I'm he know just how to do? I got, yeah, I don't know how he to do does that. it instantly. And he does it so well, and it, it's, it's I gotta, really beautiful. I got to learn. I got to learn. You guys just have him come over. Like the one when he was just here, I, I was like, do you know how to sharpen this? And he's like, yeah, sure. And then we just <laughs> chatted, and then he was just sharpening all of my. Knives. I'm gonna have like a pizza night. Just have him sharpen knives and yeah. leave afterwards. Yeah, yeah. You got to go now. But I like farmers markers. I just love the idea of like, hey, we're getting like this is what they've grown. Let's like eat it. I love. That like farm to table. Let's go. Sure. Netflix help me out here. But they're like, I I'm upset at like the prices. But well, I, I don't know the a, prices. It's like, a very LA thing. I think like what, at least what I assume our primary gripe is, which is that farmers markets are basically just like a scene. In in this very weird yeah. way, where it's like, look at it, look at how like frugal we're all acting like we're being. I have my reusable bag, and I paid eighteen dollars for right. a zucchini. It does become now like it's it's another era one is like a really fancy um, yeah. grocery store and it is this thing where like well the more expensive we make it the more alluring it is in some way yeah where it's like well you got to pay the money for it you know yeah you need that loaf of bread for six but it, but it's also when someone says that they got something from the farmers market it it does feel like they're moralizing with you or they go like so. And what you got yours at Vons? Oh, you got all the pesticides on that? Yeah, <laughs> I did. Yeah. I yeah. didn't. I don't know, dude. Yeah, I, I like it when a whole bunch of random people touch my fruit and vegetables before I buy it. Yeah, I yeah, like yeah. that. It's gonna make you strong. Yeah, I mean, like, so I mean, I'm again, I'm down with it, and I'm curious to know if anybody, if you, if you ever have like a farmers market experience, where you tell me, hey, the prices are great here. Yeah, email us at youknowpod at gmail.com. Let us know where this farmer market is because yeah. we'll fly out there. We'll drive. We'll walk. Yeah, dude. I'm not gonna do any of that. I'm not. None of that is. All right, Mike. Me. You, trust me on this. You're gonna want to. Well, farmers go. markets bring out this interesting thing for me, which is like they. It's it's one of mil, you know millions of things I experience weekly that uh, uh, highlights my just general like world ignorance. Mm-hmm. Where I, yeah, I'll just course, like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I, I'm looking at every single thing of produce as though I can judge it for its value, but I, I can't. Also, my I'm just holding I... it and I'm turning it over. I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know which one's good. I, I can't really tell. And then a lot of the time at the farmer's market, they all look so direct from the farm. They're like still covered in dirt and like cow shit that I go like, is this good? Is bad? Yeah. And, th- and then also the bummer is, well, they're farmers, so they're all growing like the same thing seasonally, right? That's what just grows like certain times. So you're like, well, each stand yeah. is selling the same thing. Which one do I go to? I yeah. don't know. I would say basically the only things I care about at farmer's markets are hummus. I look for it whenever yep. I go to any of these. Because they always, if there's going to be a spicy one, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Uh, kimchi. You always get a good kimchi yes. there. Flowers, love buying flowers, and then I always enjoy whatever band is playing. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, usually yeah. like old old dudes with banjos. And yes, shit. exactly. There's always a banjo, standing bass, mm-hmm. and then it's like if you look at them and you're giving your approval, they don't care. They don't give and a that's shit. That's what I like. They're not there for you. Yeah. Okay. They're there for the sex, drugs, and rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. What I, here's what I would do at, far, at a farmers oh, market. Yeah. Uh, I would I would make it so that uh, they're not selling any vegetables or any of that stuff, and instead it's just new video games I want to try. Wow! And then I can go to any booth and I can just try that. That's there fun. For so a just while. each booth has a single game. Yeah. Okay. And then you can come in and play as long as you want. Yeah. They're plying you with if if they want to sell stuff like hummus, then they they do it to you when you're sitting there, yeah. you're playing your game, and yeah. it's loading. Or yeah, whatever. but that's an extra fee just because like you're hungry. Yeah, but it, mostly we're there to play the games right. and hang out. 
And we don't have to talk. You shouldn't. You're playing a game. Yeah, I'm trying to stay focused. Unless it's co-op, but it's not. That's not what you're there for. Yeah, it's basically like an E4 convention, but it's even more fun. Yeah, yeah. There's no. There's not going to be like any uh, keynote speakers or any like cast get together launches. Like no, no, no. just here for the games. Yeah, I just want to see what NBA 2K23 is right. Like what it's like right now. Yeah, it's out. It's out right now. Yeah, yeah. This is what I would do about Farmer's Market. First off, simple uh, addition here. Make them enclosed, okay? I don't like the idea that it's outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, what if the weather hits? Like, right now, the rain, yeah. like, now that's canceled. So uh-huh. I can't do that. Secondly, let's make it every single day. How, why is uh-huh. it always Saturday, uh-huh. Sunday? Maybe right? throw some aisles in there and, and break Thank it down by you. aisle. Yeah, yeah. I love this. Yeah. yeah. Like, have it just organized where, like, there's cereals. You uh-huh. see, they don't have cereal. That's they true. never have box cereal. Yep. They, they never have, like, a chip section. Yep. They never have a jam. Beer, liquor. Yes, they don't yes. Have of course. Yeah. Yeah, you got to get a license for that. And then you're talking about it's cash only. I'm like, give us checkout aisles. Yeah, let me let me do you a know? self-checkout if I want to. If you want. If you guys have that set up, I'll check out. I should. Let me be able to go through my app and go to the farmer's market and have someone pick out the the groceries yeah. for me and deliver them. Let's go me. ahead and throw the farmer's market on Amazon.com. Gee, thank you. And then let me just order it to my door. Is that a problem? I'm not going out there. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's artisanal. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. Well, yes what? Y- yes what? You can. <laughs> all right? <laughs> All right, now this next one, I have no idea about it. Mike. Oh my god, I'm so excited right, about look this Look how juiced this guy is. No, no, this this one's just amazing. It's, it's honestly so fucking weird. It's it's popped up in three different things I was reading recently, and so at at the third one, I was like, all right, what the fuck is this? This is fascinating. So it's called the Boltzmann Brain Theory. All my nerds out there, I'm sure you've already heard of this. I'm sure. I, I think it's one of those things that I had read a few times, but I didn't take in or I didn't look up or whatever. Okay, how do we explain? So it's it's like a thought experiment from this, I want to say, Austrian physicist named Ludwig Boltzmann, who I do believe killed himself. Um, but it was basically about, you know, that thing that uh, sort of like, uh, it's like a thing they say about like the probabilistic nature of the universe where with infinite time, a hundred monkeys in a room could write Shakespeare, that yep. kind of thing. Yep. So the main premise of that is basically just the aligning of random probability over an infinite amount of time. And that like in that infinite amount of time, like randomness is such that anything can basically occur. And then there's certain likelihoods to the anything that can occur, right? There's only, you know, so many letters, only so many words, whatever. And, and so it would naturally kind of occur. So this Boltzmann dude, it's sort of in talking about like quantum mechanics and stuff like that and like probabilistic theory basically says he points out that the human brain is sort of not like anything else in nature in terms of its like complexity and it's like for it to arise is so unlikely and he looks at these other things that are so unlikely and then he starts to make this like this theory about like things that are more likely than the reality we actually live in and how there's like a greater likelihood to this thing that sounds insane than to the reality we actually live in like that we have these complex brains we do all this stuff so the Boltzmann brain theory is that that there is a, a a probability that atoms in a vacuum could all come together and form a brain that is self-aware, that has memories of living a real life and living in a reality. Okay. And so part of it is that he's saying that you, Joey, in your world, you could actually just be the Boltzmann brain that has hallucinated this entire reality of your entire existence, but actually you're just random atoms that have come together and have sort of like neuro linked up to be able to 
manufacturer world that does not exist. And so it's that one thing in math that uh, Steve once brought up to us, reductio ad absurdum, where it's it's basically such an absurd concept, blown out to such an absurd degree, but that it it probabilistically makes it's like more likely than us being the animals that are on this planet with our brains and all this stuff. And so so the Boltzmann brain theory, it basically then became this thing like in I want to say it's like the like 1880s or something like when all the physicists are really just, you know, all on cocaine, but they don't know that that's what it is. And they're all having all these big thought experiments. And so then it all became about like, well, how do you prove that this is not the case? How do you prove that we're not living? It's basically simulation theory as well, where it's how do you prove that we're not in a Boltzmann brain simulation, basically? And it's just super interesting. It's just I I, it's just so hard for me to wrap my mind around, obviously. Uh, But then just the idea, because a lot of these things to me, I go like, oh, that's a God I could believe in, actually, that it's just like that these atoms in space coalesce to make a consciousness that is whatever you know like that 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 kind of science sort of makes more sense to me than uh the bearded guy in the sky you like that lore better that or he has better a little bit better lore yeah Yeah, yeah. because a little bit too i go like well if we're relying on probability then anything can happen so i'm down with that i love i love religion in that way where it's like hey man like what like what's your comic book like what do you like yeah what's what kind of story i'm like then vibe with that that's religion for me Uh i'm like great that's what you want to be about like i love the boltzmann brain is basically the thing that the the eternals are reporting to right right yeah it's just like some giant monolith out in space that's cool i'm down with that i'm into it that's like uh it does bum me out when it's uh you're like oh wait all these like these ideas these really like uh like strong ideas that everyone's like freaking out of it's like yeah because you're just like tripping out like you're having an episode in some way that's like unlike the same thing with the simulation theory. I feel like it's just like a modern day like. Well, no, Bol- Boltzmann was actually a true, a genuine, bona fide oh. genius. Oh, I'm not. And this... I was kidding about coke and stuff. I'm like, he no, was not I'm, doing I'm, coke or anything. I'm not. That, I'm but, not. Yeah, I'm yeah. like at certain like at that time. No, like, but he, doing, he was but I'm, like I'm one just... of the few people who like actually came close to like a theory of everything. Like a lot of the true geniuses of physics will always refer to Boltzmann as like a singular genius who is basically such a genius that he killed himself. Like he was Couldn't like handle it anymore. He, yeah. yeah, exactly. Too smart yeah. for it. He was. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's like, look, man, I might be a whole bunch of atoms. I got to go. Yeah. You know, which which <laughs> yeah, the truth yeah. is like, we are, dude. Yeah. Just, no, like, that, just, uh... that is accurate. But it, I'm, I'm like, even again, religion too. It's like people are just like chugging Soma and just getting like tripped out and just like coming up with these like amazing stories, amazing things. Like there is a part of me that like understands the the necessity for uh, like natural influence of like drug, or, like mushroom or something like that to like open your mind and get the synapses firing in a different way. I actually bet you microdosing would have been helpful to Boltzmann. Uh, probably, <laughs> probably. Where, but it's like within that too, like you're you're given something at some point from a physician, right? Because you're like, this might help you, and it's just like meth yeah, or whatever yeah. it is, right? And you're like, oh fuck, right? That like that's like like creating more manic thoughts, possibly, or more like you know, just like the yeah. the speedball. Well, hold on, I don't want you to go. I don't want you to attack the the no, general no, no, idea no. of. I'm like, not, I'm not. Here. I'm just saying. Like, I, no, no. But I'm saying I want you to remain singularly focused on the idea of the Boltzmann brain. I know that it's like almost hard to access, basically. No, no, it's not. Like if you've ever like b- like been raised in any religious faith, like it's like yeah, I get it. Like oh, like, like I I know what, th- what this is. It's not as like um uh uh profound to me in that regard. Oh, of, it, like, feel, it feels very similar to black holes for me, where I, I go like it, it's it's like I feel like an impending headache, like right in the center of <laughs> right, my brain. But this the my more point, I think about it, where I'm like I, I hear it and I go oh, okay, like it's it doesn't stress me out because I'm like I don't know, dude. And, yeah, and yeah. and it's like because it, if someone's like, but then we could be we're atoms in a, like in a, either in a vacuum or in a jar somewhere, yeah. right? Like that, that. I'm like, well, that's crazy. Because if that's but true, it, it's almost like you know I think about it as almost being like vanilla sky as well, where it's like 
No, the idea that we all exist in the consciousness of something else and we don't actually exist feels as viable to me as existing. I get that. And then like, it's, it's especially as like uh, things are changing. I feel like at what point in human history have we not felt that we're like, maybe this, is, this isn't real. I will say anytime like really dumb things all occur, like in sequence, like my life feels poorly written. I definitely do. Oh go, my like, God. Oh, it's like simulation theory shit over here. That's what the so fuck? stupid. I like, wasn't it, I think January 6th or what January something, whenever the, uh, uh, the people who like Bolsonaro stormed the Brazilian capital. Oh, so you're like, like, okay, you're doing it right around the same time it's yeah. like all these things like oh i didn't even know about this oh yeah it's crazy they have like 12 lost the election lost the election uh-huh. and then uh now they're going through all his papers and showing that he's corrupt which is like a huge oh, like classic he is? Uh, i know i know and then uh the, there's like 1200 people that got Wasn't arrested he telling people to just like kill people who are like addicted to drugs and shit yeah that was that guy yeah i mean that's one of them yeah uh, duarte was doing that oh yeah things. that's who that was but he yeah. was also he, he he was like well duarte's doing it why not yeah he's like that's actually that's hot that's <laughs> not that bad that's there's hot smoking weed you should get shot yeah but you're like all this thing, which is also, by the way, what a nightmare if you're smoking weed. Oh my! Because you already think everyone's trying to shoot you when you're smoking yeah, weed. Like that, for you in particular, no if way. If you lived in a country where they were no, killing people for no. smoking weed, no, no, I'd smoke more. Yeah, I know it'd be the only way you could get down. <laughs> but I think you'd you'd get into guerrilla warfare and you you. Oh, for go, sure, like, I'd be a separatist. Fast I'd be a separatist into the Rambo territory. Percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, and then I'd turn. I'd, yeah. turn, I'd sell everyone out or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, you'd be a rat for sure. But that I, those these ideas are, to me are like really fun. Again, the, to me they're like lore, right? Uh-huh. Where I'm like, this is a physicists uh, like uh, throwing their hat in the ring in like fable time. I, I was right? reading this in the bath the other day, and I literally felt so sick when I was reading it. It, it like it caused like a true visceral. That's reaction amazing from to me. me. Yeah. That's amazing because it's because like, I feel like that's like a spiritual experience where you're like because well, he the the writer of the book that I first read it in Carlo Rovelli he he was like. He was just explaining it in such a way where he just like was really setting up like the science and all this physics and shit about how this actually makes sense mathematically and and is like more reasonable than like our actual reality. And it was it yeah, just I started feeling like sick as I was reading it. It's it's that's interesting that they say it's more reasonable because it's like you we can't understand us, right? Like there's like it's just to know who why we are here is an impossible question to answer at the moment. Maybe yeah. we'll answer it. I don't know. Well, but, also it's like ideas too of like that that life can be so extremely diverse, but then made up of so few atoms and so few like the the diversity of atoms and chemicals is so small, and yet it's so vast how different ever all life is and everything. And then like the experiential stuff of just having a brain and having a perspective, and then just basically yeah being like. I mean, it is basically, it's like, it's like the precursor to simulation theory for sure. Yeah. But like, I don't know, just, and there's something about that guy. And like, in the book I was reading, uh, Ravelli just like sets up so much about this guy's life and well, like how he feels and how he is and how he's the singular scientific genius in a time and of scientific geniuses. And then he has this theory and all this stuff. And he has all these pretty huge like things. I think there's something called the Boltzmann number as well. That's like in quantum mechanics as well it's, it's all just wild but this makes more sense than the simulation theory to me but just because like i i feel like it's it's it grows with like our um technology right uh-huh. like the simulation the idea that like that wasn't purported before we had technology to yeah, understand yeah. simulation yeah but he's like holy shit i'm looking at what like the building blocks of life and the universe are yeah and i'm i'm like this isn't uh like based on the numbers this could be true which makes it like a more probable thing and that's why it's it's like a, like more taken more seriously, I imagine, within the, the community. Yeah, well, and because also it like sort of like balances out some of the like sort of dumber stuff about reality, where it's like the sort of simplicity of certain uh, things. Like I feel like evolution is kind of like a pretty simple, straightforward idea. 
that almost like the the way that they keep describing the Boltzmann brain is that it quote unquote hallucinates its history or mm-hmm. it hallucinates reality or whatever. And the idea where I go like, I don't know, it, it's like it, it's like all of these things it's feel cool like idea. dream data yeah, of yeah. this atomic brain. But in that's the when I'm like, or something. It's so of, weird of like the amazing minds. And I gra- grant like whenever this like mind was created, like roll the dice of like how creative they are. So it's either Twilight or or like Lord of the Rings. Like what what world are we playing mm-hmm. in here, writing wise and and like you know world building. And I like, I look at this shit and the simulations and all that. I'm like, you know what? It it like yeah, I guess you're right because of how just stupid it is. Yeah. Like I yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Because it's not like fun as shit yeah. and like all the stuff that we want like it's just like nah, I, can't I know have it. Like, and nah. just like the the constancy of just the struggle and the selfishness and just the recurring history it does feel like it's something's hallucination yeah just like god damn we're dumb dude yeah can't, can't shake it this, and, yeah, this is what i would do though yeah. this is what i do about a whole bunch of atoms that formed a brain right mm-hmm. and then, let's say it's floating in the universe right let's mm-hmm. just say it's like created its own vacuum it's somehow able to like just like float around like a little baby bubble and maybe it's impenetrable. Maybe like no asteroid or anything can like break it or something. Let's wait, just... I, wait. I'm, what I'm saying is that part of it is that it's like part of the theory is that it is the universe. Oh, oh interesting. You know what I mean? Where where that it's oh, like, like that everything. there is no reality. Got you, got you. And that uh, the that it's like it, this is like one of the only things that exists. So you're saying it's the M I uh, uh, B like you know uh, Orion around Orion's belt. Yeah, yeah, it's the yeah, universe of. inside there. Yeah, but but only if that thing was like metaphysically self aware. Right, right. But then what is then what is that thing living in? Right. Yeah. No. Exactly. Right. Well, that's when like it, what is space expanding into? Right. Right. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. so I assume it's like it had to be somewhere outside. Like this. Yeah. Is yeah. The, no. 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 It's. It's. I, you're right. You're, yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. like. Uh, so th- this thing is. But just, my my point is that it's like we, you and I, do not exist in in a reality where that is out there. Somewhere. No. No. Right. Right. I'm saying like we are. I know what thoughts. you're saying. I'm, yeah, but yeah. I mean like in in the only language I have. Yeah. 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 It's in its. And version. hey, I don't know anything. I don't know. Anything. Yeah, but keep on telling me I don't know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's in its own version of space, right? And it's just floating around, and it's just a brain. Yeah. Right. But I'm gonna give it two little eyes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Just give it. I, just one more emphasize. I'm gonna give it two there. eyes, yeah. right? Because it's hallucinating around there, but it's just seeing what's going on, right? Yeah. And it's floating around. Eyes are bloodshot, <laughs> dude. It's it's so drunk. <laughs> and at a certain point, through the hallucinations and through these memories that it has, at one point, it's actually gonna like wake up. Yeah. It's gonna be like, actually, oh shit, I'm late. Oh no. And it's gonna have to run to work. <laughs> but you know what? It's gonna do before that. It's going to decide like, hey, you know what? I do want to create the things that I was hallucinating. I actually want to see if I can mm. actually be God in this way. Maybe yeah. they can't. And they they do. Mm. And the first thing they create is me. And they Dude, create- <laughs> the narcissism. It's oh narcissism. God, like, it's, it's difficult not, to it's watch. Not, so it is, it's it just, is. I'm using me as an example. Could yeah. be anybody. Yeah. Use anybody, but yeah, make but it you, me. But I'm sure in your thing, it, it creates you and then it goes, I'm done. No, I've it doesn't. created perfection. No, it doesn't, Mike. It does not, okay? It creates another me. <laughs> <laughs> All right? And it makes it just the whatever the two things that need to be genders, whatever the hell it is, that need to make like more of me. And it makes those two versions. Why can't it just be asexual reproduction if it's going to be like, wouldn't it be just maximally efficient? Oh, so I can't get it on? You can get it on with I yourself. can't go to Bone Town? No, I'm saying you, you're just jerking it and then you have a baby. Uh, like, why not? Like, just, why not? Because it's... But okay, so then, so then it's uh, here are the options. It's either you jerk it and then you procreate, or you have sex with another version of yourself. Yeah. I, why do you want to fuck another version of I yourself? I don't. That's so I'm, narcissistic. I it's insane. Don't, Mike. I'm saying that's what you're that thing blushing is. right now. I've never seen you blush because like I'm thinking this. about me having sex with me. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I was. A lot of people would be like, "Ew, that's so disgusting." You're like, "That's so hot." I'm not doing it. 
You are. You no, set I'm not. up a conditional where now we're all picturing My, you and feminine <laughs> you having sex with each other. I don't know. Other. Whatever the genders would be in that okay, reality. Yeah, okay, I don't know. I'm not going to do that. Yes, right? I'm agree. not going to pronoun yes, that. No, that's very right? enlightening. But I'm, if I'm you and me, like looking at this right now from like, where, like I'm like, that's crazy. Don't do I'm like, what the hell's going on? Uh, right? Okay. But in that in that reality where this supreme being Mike, uh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. decides to do this, yeah. then who am I to say no? Yeah. Who am I to say no? And guess what? The whole universe is populated by me's. Uh-huh. <laughs> and and what does that do for the universe? I'll tell you what, universal healthcare. Okay. <laughs> no student loans. All right. Everyone, everyone knows how to skateboard from birth. Yeah. All right. But you don't know how to skateboard. It in this reality. Okay. 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 And PS5s guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. That's a fact. Yeah. All right. It's simple wants. It's a it's a more balanced universe in that way. What I would do, I think, with the Boltzmann brain, is I think if I were that brain, I would I would try to uh, arrange Adams in a way that I could bring back Ludwig uh, Boltzmann. Oh wow! And then have him like look right at you, kind of floating in space, and then you just kind of you stare at him <sighs> until he just goes scanners and his head explodes. <laughs> just so, so you bring what him back because he, in a, in a certain way, just because it's his theory, he kind of created oh you. So you bring him there, God, show him sort of like the mountain of madness, to torture him, and and then you just kind of. Yeah, you you pretty you look much look at him yeah. and then he's, and he's shaking. Yeah, it's like you you make him an H.P. Lovecraft well, you, character. It's, it's Moses on the mountain where like it's like you I don't know that you stuff. can't comprehend God like the sure. like to see God like he just sees like his like toe and his like all his hair goes white and he's like uh, ages uh-huh. and you like say that's what you want you want him to see God and then die. Yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm into kind of a horror sci-fi thing lately and that that does feel right to me. Necronomicon. Yeah, H.P. Lovecraft. Yep. All right. This one is exciting to me. Uh, I haven't looked it up yet. But, but you've I'm, done this many a time. Yeah. We're talking about plays. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Plays are interesting. That's interesting. Well, let me say one thing about plays. When I was a kid, my mom would take us to go see... Musicals. Musicals all the time, and I hated it. But you know, I remember driving back with you and your brother Yeah, from, from Weber... Grill. Oh in right, downtown yes. Chicago. Yeah, we had a we had a lot of martinis. All yeah. right, we were yeah. fine driving though. Okay, just so you know. Yeah, and well, you were you were you were more martini chasing than anybody. I I, w- I was drunk, but we we there was a CD on there, and I think it was from Rent or something. Or yes, it would have been Rent. Yeah. And you guys were just crushing. Know every word. It was maybe. amazing. Well, was I was like, I I would say I know every word to many 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 musicals. What's the thing is is legit. Yeah, I think that's. But fun. I don't like watching them really. It's more like I just enjoy listening. Um, yeah, but. Uh, no, but I, I, I always feel a weird thing about going to plays. Like it, bad acting is so brutal to witness, and I feel like, I mean, a good acting is, is so highlighted in a play; it's amazing. But also, there, there's, I don't know, like there, there, it, there's such a higher probability when you go to see a play that you're going to see bad acting, in, in my experience, at least. Uh, and so, like, I, I. I miss doing plays. I found that very fun because it's so like you can fuck up and that's pretty exciting to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like the acting in a TV or film or whatever is so the opposite of being on stage. It's actually very strange. It's really crazy. Because you would think it's the same, it's not. but it's not even related. No, like, you, it, they're not even the same at all. The, you do not want to use the skills you developed in stage acting yeah, on, yes. on screen. Yes. It, it's crazy because you're like too big. It like uh, yeah. There's a lot of muted kind of action or like presentation that happens, like little ticks or little asides yeah. that you do physically that play very well on screen. 
but obviously you wouldn't do that on stage. No one could see that. So you got to be big. And I think that's where the bad acting kind of comes yeah. in because you have to be theatrical. You yeah. Like, yes, you yes. Get, you got to well, I, I also just have always had a problem with like, like theatery people like who are just like dramatic and everything that right, they do. Right. I, I just find it so exhausting. Yeah. I, I'm more of this, uh, t- the types of actors that I like, it's like right when we're not doing it, then we're just like normal people. I, I do want a kind of like blue collar vibe like him, clock in, clock out. Yeah, like, it's like the moment it. I'm not doing it, now I'm just hanging out right. and doing whatever. Yeah, I'm chilling, yeah. I'm chilling. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hate that, the big, because I, I did a lot of Chicago plays and it would just be like, we walk off stage and everyone's like, they're all a buzz. And it was amazing. You know, it's like that. And I just go like, I, I never have that energy it's not ever. the 50s. You don't yeah. have to say that. And, it's, and they're all like that. And it's yeah. just brutal uh, yeah. to me. It's pretty intense. I, I started doing plays in college. Loved them. I, I just, live performances are the oh, shit. Oh, wait. Well, let me say one thing that is so fascinating about this is I, I was in the original of this one play <laughs> that uh, that then became popular. I was an understudy in it. Uh, but it was called Over the Tavern. And but so I spent like so much of my childhood like on that set or whatever you call it, like on that stage, whatever, like with all those actors. And then it became like a bigger play, you know, in You were on the America. original run. Yeah, yeah. And as an understudy, not like the original. But still, original. like you yeah. were the uh, You got a you got a ring. Yeah, no, I got a ring, yeah, but no one remembers me, and I didn't ever get the ball. Uh, But anyway, then when Joey and I became friends, at some point, he and I and like uh, some our our, our friends from his group, Bear Supply, were all in Miami, and I was like just, everyone was asleep, it's it's like 3 a.m., and I'm just like going through his family stuff, right? And I I find like, I I think it was a DVD that said Over the Tavern, and I was like, what? And I put it on and Joey is in it doing a college version of this play that I literally could not be more familiar with. And he's playing the dad in it. And it was like, I played like the child and like the guy who played the dad in the original, his name was Craig Spidel, one of the greatest actors I've ever met in my life. Like, how did he, I do compete? He was like, he was like Steppenwolf Goodman, like OG, like so how did I so do? good. Like, how- and Joey's in like middle aged guy makeup. And I just like watched this whole thing. And it, it was one of the most surreal experiences of my entire life. You were fine. But it, it was like, it was just so hilarious for it to be the one play that I know so well. And then Joey, as a fucking nineteen-year-old, is playing. By the way, the like emotional crux of the entire yeah. play is this dad who was like abused by a nun and all this insane. It was on shit. my shoulders. It was on my shoulders. <laughs> and to see him doing it, and it, it was just one of the most surreal fucking things ever. There was a lot of uh, baby powder in my hair. Yes, there was. Yes, and then those like those over exaggerated like age lines yeah. on your face. It's just brutal. It's. I don't know why they make kids do that. Like no. just just let us do. Like plays like uh, for our age. I don't even know if that exists, but still, I'm like, there's got to be something. I feel like I you got to write your own. I feel I like guess that's what do. like all college plays should be. If you haven't seen live theater in your local town, do it. Even if it's just community theater, it's fun. It's just, it's like, what is this? I'm just saying for people to go check it out. Yeah, but it's weird. It's like a weird turn. It's like we're going to commercial. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying like if you haven't seen. Well, live, I mean, it, we're no, talking, it's like we're about to interview an actor at the local like theater. Ta- if you haven't seen it, live theater, you're gonna want to go down to the Wesley Performing <laughs> Arts Center. I'm here with Dave Jacobson. Dave, you're playing a child in this play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How is it going? Are you enjoying yourself? I am enjoying myself. <sighs> 
it's uh, it's always nice to be on stage. And, now, and like, in the performance, you're British. I can't help but notice you're not actually British. No, I'm not. And I, I dropped the accent. I didn't think it was legitimate. So I, what I wanted to do is I wanted to kind of showcase a different kind of side to English people. And uh, you understand, like, if you're English, you can be anywhere in the world. So why have that accent? You know what I mean? And secondly, I figured the kid's supposed to be 18, right? He's, yeah. he's supposed to be 15. But oh, because what we read said six years old. So. Yeah, but I was like, let's bump it up. You bumped it up. <laughs> because I'm not able to say fuck, shit, piss, uh-huh. and talk about jerking And that's off. essential to your artistic expression. Exactly. And I kind of want to change the lines a little bit. But yeah, go, go see local theater. Uh, no, but I mean like that in the sense of, uh, <coughs> like, as an option of something to do at night, never is it like, hey, should we go see a play? Oh, man, honestly. Well, the thing that sucks about plays in L.A. is it, it is it feels like everyone, if someone's doing a play in L.A., it's so that they get an agent. And then yeah. they get an agent, and they're like, all right, see you guys. And yeah. then they're done with the play. Like, you know, I've, I've complained about this a million times. But, like, you know, in Chicago, if you're doing a play, that's your entire life. Well, and, it's like, and it's like it ends, you, that job ends when the show is over. Like you're not gonna go do another job. You're do you get paid do per show. show, or like you get like a deal? Like- yeah, you get like paid at the end of every week, and it's like so sick. I remember like my first like theater thing. It's like you get, you pick up your check like on the end of the week, and it was just so amazing. Fifty I was, like, billion dollars. No, I think I got eight hundred dollars a Woo! week or something at Steppenwolf, and it was just, like the coolest. And I was like. 13 or something and it was so cool dude that's playstation money right it, there. no exactly but there's exactly. also no like cool theaters in la i mean there are i shouldn't say wilton there's a lot of cool spots but like like uh are people doing plays there there but you know because I, I went and saw the kid from uh the kid from jerry Maguire. i saw jonathan lipnicki the last time i saw a play in la it was jonathan lipnicki and it was uh it was it felt it felt you know my go-to when when something is like not bad or good but it just feels almost silly is is that it's it's like they're watching it on The Simpsons. Like it feels like they oh let's go to the play channel. This one has Jonathan Lipnicki playing an angry boy in a motel room, and it's like it just feels like it like it's silly basically, and and that's what it was, and that was the last play I saw. Well, he's trying. No, and hey, he had abs at the you time. Know, that was probably very cool for him. This is what I would do about plays. I know that the arts and all that, like math and all that shit, are like are in, are in curriculum and all that, and I, which are getting put back in. Amazing. Yes, they need that shit. But uh, like I said, there's not. It's not an option. People don't like really look at plays and theater as like something to do. It's very like much in like this other sphere of like society and socialite mm-hmm. bullshit. It's like oh, that's you know whatever. And maybe like Chicago, New York, that they like you know people do it casually because it's like cool. But generally speaking, Americans they don't give a shit about that, right? And that's got to change. Mm-hmm. That's got to change. So what I would do is I would uh, have an independent organization. Let's just call it Joey Company. Sure. Just for you know, just for ease. Just, just yeah. for ease, Joey Company. And what I would do is uh, every Friday and Saturday I'd have about maybe 16 submarines that I've outfitted to be uh, like with wheels and like hauled them out so they'd have seats and you could drive them around. Submarines? Right? Yes, submarines. Oh, uh, sorry, sorry. I'll so they're huge. I'll just listen. Okay? And what I would do is I'd go into different towns and villages and cities, right, that maybe didn't like appreciate place. I'd kidnap as many people as I could, mm-hmm. right? Put them inside the submarines that are now outfitted with wheels and engine, steering wheel and all that little window so you can look out and drive them to the state mandated theater experiences. Okay. So everyone's got to get submarined this out. It's really scary. <laughs> it's not. It's to inject positivity and inject the arts back. Into yeah, the but culture. it feels it's so, it's like funded by the military. Uh, no, it's not. It's funded by a, a private spec op company. Okay? okay. These are former CIA operatives. Yeah, right, that no, that's in. how it feels. Yeah. That's how it feels. So it's not military. Okay. I'm not getting it from. Yeah. Special I, operations is definitely military. Well, it's a DOD budget. So yeah. yeah. 
Department okay. of Defense. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah defending military. our own what? Psyche? Military. And, that's military. Yeah, but part yeah. of the military isn't just No, like, but you keep saying it's not military, and that is military. But I want you to understand the military isn't just like, oh, I got a gun with a bayonet. Okay, military okay. is also like, hey, let's enjoy some art. Let's enjoy some education here so we understand that who's the enemy. And all the plays, right, that they're going to be watching have a message, right? Oh, it's propaganda. No, it's not, okay? It's just instructing the population about who is our oh, enemy. Yeah, that's propaganda. No, it's that's not. That's really interesting. <laughs> I like that idea. Here's what I would do, and I actually think this is fucking brilliant and this is very similar to my what i would do with skateboarding as well but i I would say every single industry has to put on one play a year and so it's like congress has to do it you know it's like the big ceos have to do it they can work with joey players have to do it but it's all like within their thing so it's like at the you know Let's say it's like after the ESPYs or whatever. Then all the NBA players, you guys all audition. They're going to cast it. And then it's like you guys are going to put on Over the Tavern. LeBron is going to play Chet or whatever the, the dad's name is. And, and, and then we just watch that. And we get to watch that. Because I think that it's a very humbling experience to act and be bad at acting and, and struggle with whatever. And I think I would like to see these people put themselves out there like that. Like I'm really picturing congressmen and stuff having to act like, and, and I think it has to go against type. Like they can't do like, you know, uh, uh, what's like, what, what's that play where it's like, um, 12 angry men. Yeah. Like they can't do 12 angry men or what's the, it's something versus something. I'm, yeah. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, they can't do a law thing. They can't do like a Congress feeling thing. They got to do a comedy. Like yeah. they got to do funny girl. Mm-hmm. And it's like we got Ted Cruz playing, you know, or maybe the they got Barbara Streisand. Like, yeah, exactly. I think Funny Girl's a musical. And uh, it's Barbara Streisand. It's a musical. Well, Barbara Streisand is a person. Oh, yeah. She's not a musical. But I, yeah, some people <laughs> would disagree with that. But so I, uh, yeah, so that's what I do. I just have everyone put it on and, and we all watch and we that's can. That's amazing. Yeah. How much yeah. are tickets? I think they're going to be pretty steep. You don't think the taxpayer's already paid? My thing isn't government related. Yours <laughs> yeah, is government Yeah, but you have congressmen doing it. I'm not yeah. going to pay to see that. Yeah, but that's just one facet of it. CEOs are doing it as well. Like, oh, I got to pay it, for this. It, it depends that... on what the show is so and all it depends the on what who, the reviews are so saying. So all the millionaires, I got to pay money to go see their show. They're not getting the money. Let's say then fine. It goes to something else. It goes to something against their interests. Uh, okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> all right, last one. This is near and dear to all of our hearts and honestly our fingies. I'm talking paper cuts. Yeah, paper cuts. This is a good one. And I, right when I read it, I was thinking, I the this uh, a friend of mine in college. She like had she had like a, a very specific phobia, which was I almost shouldn't even say it on ear. So tr- uh, on mic, I mean, uh, trigger warning. Ear and on air, both are great. Yeah, you don't want to receive it in your ears. Yeah. But basically, she had this big phobia of getting a paper cut on her eye. Oh my god. And I, it was like one of those things where when someone tells you their fear that now Jeez. I immediately acquired it. Yeah, I go, like, Jesus, that can what happen. The hell? But I remember I, I initially was like, what do you mean? How would that even happen? And then she just like Final Destination style list ways. You're reading a book, you turn the page, you know. And I just go like, oh my <laughs> turn the God. Page. I don't know if that's... Yeah, if you're really close to it, you know, you don't have your glasses. <laughs> I, get glasses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, you start to think about it and then you go, wow, that is possible. Oh, People that... are throwing notes at you. Yeah. <laughs> Look, you know, if that's how you receive notes, you know, whip that cute card at me, whatever it is. But so, paper cuts are devastating, but the idea of getting it on your eye makes that's all the horrible. other ones less devastating. Anything on your eye is horrible. Yeah. Getting spaghetti in there, that's horrible. Yeah, you don't want spaghetti I, in there. I've seen a, like, what a paper cut looks like under a microscope, oh. and, and they show you like what a razor is, like when you get a razor cut, and it's literally like you would imagine a like razor. Like a scooter? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. They but they they shrink it down, show it under a microscope, and it's a clean line. Uh-huh. Right? That makes sense because it's aerodynamic. It's a razor yeah. scooter. Yeah. But then you look at those it, puppies can go fast. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> and there's no engine on that. Okay, yeah. except if me, if you're talking about yeah. the engine, the yeah. human engine, my back foot, baby. <laughs> Actually, what I do is I if I put my if I let's put, not get sidetracked. I'm going to tell let's you not what, it's not sidetrack. It's okay. talking about the. I put my breasts <laughs> right on the handle, and then I use that for as my steering. Leg. Yeah, but I oh. also like take my feet off the the main like uh, the console right there, right? The main carriage. So you're balanced. I'm balancing on, on my your breasts breast. <laughs> on the handle. Yeah, and then I use my two feet there because they're floating right now. And I kick them together. So I use two feet power. I don't use just one. Wow. Yeah, and also don't try this. You're not trained. Okay, uh, you yeah. don't. If you're listening to this, you know. No, what the as hell I was you're picturing doing. it, that sounds scary. It's scary as hell, and also you don't want your breasts to get like wrapped around. But the wait, handles. so what's the comparison between the razor so and check a paper? This out. The cut. razor, perfectly straight, right? Uh-huh. If it cuts your fingy, what's going to happen? Yeah, it's going to hurt, but it's a razor, right? Like, okay, it's clean cut. Paper cuts look like jagged, barbarian, really like, orc weapon shit because it's it's never oh, a clean. Interesting. It's, whenever you rip a paper, all it's stuff, like the illusion of straight lines in physics as well, where it's like, no, it's actually bending. And that's why it hurts so much because uh. it's jagged as shit. So it's like when it cuts you, it's not a clean cut. It's like, it's just like- This is very interesting. Scratched you and shit like that. You're like, oh, fuck. That's why it's so like, fuck. Because I've like, you know, you nicked yourself with a razor. You're like, yeah. Ooh. But you're like, oh, that's okay. You know, you kind of press it. Like, All right. But a paper cut, like, why does it hurt more? It's because it's like, just like shredded That's really interesting. You. I actually feel I'm due for a paper cut. I haven't got one in a while. Oh, really? And I, I spend a lot of time with paper. I'm you always- got your booster. I did get my booster. I got my flu shot. Yep. I got a tetanus shot recently. Good. But I do feel every, like I'm, every I'm 10 due years, for a paper every cut. Every 10 years, got the tetanus. I don't know. I'm telling you. I just do what the doctor says. That's every 10 years. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm telling you. I just actually, you just saw a dentist for the first time, and I actually just saw uh, like just a general practitioner very recently. And look. And that was amazing, because I'll tell you, I thought I was like really, really sick, and she's like, you just have post-nasal drip. And I was like, <laughs> I literally have been laboring under the thought that I am perishing. I'm dying right now. Right now. And she's like, no, nah, just do this and do this. And I started doing it, and I no longer have a cough I've had for many years. I'm just like, oh, I bet sweet. you're like, I should have gone gonna, and seen that doctor. I bet everything's gonna start feeling like just better over time. Yeah. And, and listen, I know what you're, you're listening right now. You're like, oh, I do all these doctor things all the time, all that stuff. Hey, good for you. But yeah. you know what? Universal healthcare. <laughs> Get rid of student loans. <laughs> you're really loans. on that one. Today. Yeah, man. It's just like, it's such a pain in the ass. Yeah. You, but you know what? It is really sad. I mean, in all seriousness, to live in a, in a system like our medical system where it's like, that you, that it's just so devastating. Our tax, like, our medical, everything. Like that you're just like, oh, I, like, like the fact that so many people are having to use GoFundMe to pay for like what should be covered Sick. medical bills from like a pre-existing condition is just, it's so depressing. And they have insurance. Yeah. And they're like, my insurance covered $1. I don't know. This is what, let me just go on a tangent here. This is what I would do about insurance companies. I say we would just go to their house and then like, if you need a liver, you got to take one of their livers. You just go, give me that liver, dude. Yeah, that feels like the purge or like Black yeah. Mirror, Jason. That's what I, 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 I mean, that's the future we're headed towards for uh, sure. You know, that's hey, allegedly. Uh, but paper cuts are scary as hell. You don't know what kind of paper is going to cut you when and where. And at the end of the day, I know what you're thinking. Is paper sentient? Is paper trying to cut me to send right, a message? Right. Because 
let me tell you this. When the Egyptians had papyrus, were they getting papyrus cut? No, they weren't. Uh, again, I got to look this up. I <laughs> just don't think they The records right, aren't around anymore. Oh, okay. And what, so you what's can just a, say whatever you want. Well, no, I can't because what's around in the hieroglyphs have said we didn't get any papy cuts because we used the papyrus. I, I don't think that that's right. I'm telling I, I'm you, sorry, Mike. For whatever reason, I've I just studied don't think the that's Egyptology. Right. I know what it's about. I've been to Giza no, virtually. No, no, no. no. You, you watch History Channel the, virtually. The, the ancient aliens is what you mean by If you're going to tell me that a group of people outside white Europeans created those kind of buildings, yeah. I don't understand. No, I know that that's a big belief of yours. <laughs> right. If you're telling me yeah. that that could show that projects eugenics yeah. right, is wrong. No, yeah, yeah. Then y- I- Yes. You either believe it was either white Europeans built the pyramids or 14 foot tall <laughs> super intelligent aliens (laughs) who built it. Yeah. Which, uh, and and you're entitled to that. Here's what I would do with paper cuts is I would make it so that uh, they cut way deeper because it's like, if you complain about how it hurts, everyone's like, nah, you should be at risk for bleeding out. Like we should all basically have the rules of like uh, anemia, basically. Like if we get cut, it should be fucking whichever DEFCON is the most serious one. DEFCON one. Is that one? Is that the more serious one? I feel like people say four, but actually one is the, is the I'd say DEFCON one. one is like the scariest. Yeah. And so I would say if someone gets a paper cut, all hands on deck because you go, I lost a, my father to a paper cut. Wow. You know, I lost my best friend to a paper cut. And wow. so I just want to up the drama of paper cuts. Well, we wouldn't use paper then anymore. I feel like. Well, then good. Let's switch to all digital. Okay. Less waste. <laughs> Leave the trees it up. It would still be waste. It'd just be like different kind of waste. Yeah, but who's got cut from an iPad? A lot of people, when those things yeah, crack when and cracks, break and all yeah, that, the glass. That's got to be scary because glasses, that'll cut you Yeah, deep. that is legitimately going to cut you. This that's is what bad. I would do about paper cuts. I'm going to cut them back. I'm oh. sick and tired of not being able to actually have an effect on the thing that's hurting me. It's time for me to stand up and respect myself yeah. and say, no, no, you're going to get cut That first. actually does seem like uh, a very you thing. Like I can picture you getting a paper cut and then you just beat the shit out of the piece of paper. Hell yeah, dude. You think yeah. I'm going to let the other pieces of paper that notebook think they can just do that? Yeah. No, you got to make an yeah, example. Yeah, that's true. You're going to lose all respect. No, you got to make an example. And I know, again. Is that paper alive? Is it real? Can it feel? Does it have thoughts? No. So what do I got to do? I got to invent a machine that makes that paper real, right? And not the one that cut me. Because I know what you're going to say. I'm going to make that one cut me, and then we're going to have some animosity, and for sure we're going to have some kind of royale battle, right? No. I get a piece of paper that has never interacted with me whatsoever. Somebody else grabs that paper, puts it in the machine, makes it come alive, right? I go and meet. I just go, how do you do? And it goes, how, how do you do? And I go, I'm fine. It goes, I'm fine too. Holy shit. Actually, I got an issue with all paper, oh, right? Yeah. So that paper wants to challenge me and goes, yeah, let's do this. Guess what? I put a little blade next to it it just knows what to do it picks it up and it looks at me and goes let's get it on it's a box cutter right oh shit what am i gonna do am i gonna indiana jones it yeah damn right i am i'm gonna pull out a 45 from my hip and i'm gonna put two in its chest okay <laughs> you know have you ever been walking down a street and then like uh in la and then like an unhoused possibly drug addicted possibly mentally ill person comes up and they start talking to you and they're like right in the middle of a stream of what they're talking about so often when I'm listening to you talk, I go, oh, I feel like that one guy who kicked me after he was walking next to me for like two blocks, I feel like he was saying this exact same thing. Interesting. Yeah. I'd love to catch love his to, ear. Yeah, I'm sure you would. <laughs> That'd be great. Okay. I have bad news for you. Why must I be tortured again by all this? It might be a strange idea, but it's mine. So, here we go.
You're stuck inside a thimble, right? Not a teeny tiny one that actually goes on your finger, but one that's the size of an actual bathtub, right? But it's a thimble. It's the same thing. It's got a little grates on the side for gripping, right? But it's enough where you can put your hands on the side, right? And peek over and when you're having a good time splashing inside that little thimby, right? <laughs> now, I, you're in there for about maybe 15 minutes and you're realizing that as much as you're splashing, the water levels haven't changed. Like, what the hell? So you swim to the bottom. You realize there's a small little hole. You put your foot down in there and you're wiggling it around and you find something and you pick your toe, right? With your other toe, you grab it and you bring it back up to the hole, pick it up and you realize it's a waterproof note that says, the water in this thimble is eternal. Those who swim in it will never die. But once you leave... You will. What do you do? I, I mean, like, what am I doing in there? Like, just, I, I'm just, just swimming around. Him. Like, I guess I'll swim around for a while until I get hungry, I, I guess. I mean, <laughs> but if you leave, you'll die. Yeah, but I, it just it feels like it. I mean, I think you got to this because you said Indiana Jones. This just feels like the, the knight who, like, drank the fucking Christ. Oh, you got to keep drinking it? No, no, but he's, like, always staying in that tomb or whatever. You, you've seen this? The Knight Templar, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, on. yeah. It, it just feels like that. I mean, I guess I'd swim around. I'm a water guy. I love being in the water, but I, if I get out, wait, wait. If I get out, I'm just, I just don't have eternal life. I'm not going to just die immediately. Well, I mean, that's what the we notes just says, don't know. Yeah. Then I guess I'll just stay in, and then yeah. I guess I'll starve to death. I don't know. Maybe yeah, drink, you don't know. Maybe the water. Yeah, maybe just, the water's food. Yeah, I'll just stick around then until I, I guess, figure. What figure else is down in the little hole? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess you know, I could just spend some time with my thoughts. That sounds. Uh, haunting. <laughs> okay, so we're in the season of the beard. You're growing a big beard. Yeah, it gets big. Whoa! And I'm talking big. Okay. And you're loving it. Yeah. But then you're, let's say you're out at a bar. You're talking to some friends, yeah. and one of them asks you a question, and you're talking, and then right in the middle of it, you go, "Smoke you!" Whoa! And then you go, "Like I'm sorry, I didn't even mean to Fifth say element. say that." Yeah, exactly. You go into the bathroom. You look in the mirror. And then you see the beard is moving your mouth all around. Oh, my God. So now the beard is trying to convey messages, and it's doing it through your mouth and, I guess, your vocal cords. Yeah. So you say, hey, to hey, what's, hey, what's going on? And it goes, hey, what's going on? And you're like, right, that's what I just said. He goes, right. no, that's what I just said. So now it becomes this kind of question. Who's in control? Who's saying what? Do you keep the beard? Do you try and get along with it? Do you... What do you do? Well, I shave it just to see. I'm like, well, let's see what's going to happen. Uh -huh. right? And of course, he's going to scream and freak out. And, and is that true? That's what happens when you're shaving? Yeah, it's a lot, screaming. Right? Yeah, and I, and I feel I feel what he's going through, but I take it. Yeah. Because I can. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm trying to send a message to all the hair follicles as well, right? I'm, yeah. I'm on a message date today. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like, listen, you want to come at me? You want to tell me that you can say what you want to say? Is yeah. this Cyberpunk 2077? Use Johnny Silverhand inside my brain? Sure. You know, I don't think so, my guy. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's my memories, it's my voice. So I'm like, yeah. So then a couple weeks later, I forget about the beard. I start growing a mustache. Same thing happens, right? I'm like, holy shit, I realize it's the hair. That's yep, the problem. Yep, yep. So then I go to a LASIK center and I go, listen, I need you to laser my hair. And they go, we only do eyes. I'm like, well, you can't do my beard? And they go, no. And I go, all right, shut it down. They go, what? <laughs> I go, shut this business down. They go, you don't have the power to do that. And I go, I don't. Check this out. <clears throat> and I just shit myself right then and there, yeah. right in the, in the customer service center. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. You're playing pickleball and you, you've joined like a random group of people. It's like a 2v2, right? Uh, they, the other three people know each other, right? You're just like joining. It's like, it's okay, but it's getting like really competitive and they keep on saying, she's like, fuck, you crazy. They start getting this huge fight. Uh, like the shit starts going down and there's like, oh, like you can tell like it's like two versus two. Like they're, they want to fight with you involved as well. Uh -huh. What do you do? Do you jump in there? 
Yeah, I think I jump in there, and in my head, I'm picturing that uh, that Elliot Smith song from Goodwill Hunting when they beat up those guys. I, I picture that that's playing, you know. And so I, I just kind of I, I assume I get my ass kicked, but you get a couple licks in yourself. Uh, yeah, yeah, because sometimes you just want to get a little of that, yeah. you know. I'm not. I'm not really a violent kind of guy myself. I'm like. Uh, I like threats of violence. You know. I like to imply that I might, but I don't actually like true violence. To go through with it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but in that scenario, because I, you know, pickleball guys seem pretty aggro to me, and it seems like they're they're they have like the the anger and tenacity of tennis players, but they can't back it up like a tennis player can. Wow. And so yeah, I go I go fucking bananas. All right. You're on a mission to Mars. You're flying for a super long time. It's you and three other guys. And you you guys all went through training together. You know them super well. And I think it, it takes like eight years to get there or something like that. <sighs> so it's going for quite a long time. And God. we don't have the technology like have you guys in suspended hibernation or whatever. I don't so want to You're be. hanging, right? And you're aging. And after one year, you notice that basically they have like a full click. And you're like not in it at all. Okay. And like they're getting dinner without you. They're like okay. they're having like they have like a lot of inside yeah. jokes. No, I got it. Already. And so like you guys are in the cockpit and you're flying or whatever. And it's like they are just. It's like they're speaking a different I language. <laughs> how do you deal? I'll tell you how I deal with it. Okay. I make it not a problem the entire eight years. Right when we get to Mars, oh, guess who's been control uh, in charge and control of all the oxygen tanks? Oh guess man. <laughs> oh man. Guess who's been in charge of the compression suits? Huh. Me, because oh, when you guys are having those blasts and so much those birthdays and those board games, right? There's different parties where you would just like see what kind of skin felt against each other, right? And I wasn't invited to that. Yeah, well, I was in my own little party. Yeah, I was in my own little. My own little yeah, so you've party. gone space crazy. I've gone normal crazy. Oh yeah, I've but been. Space is definitely influencing it. No, it's not. Okay, yeah. what the space is influencing is the space between my friendship and theirs. Yeah, that's the space that's bothering me. Yeah. You should watch the movie Silent Running. You you you're the guy from Silent Running. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. He kills all the people on on his spaceship. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah. Also in Over the Tavern. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You go to get your knife sharpened, right? Mm-hmm. You go to the farmer's market, look for the dude's booth, kiosk, whatever the hell it is, right? It's not there. Like, what the hell? So you go around the corner, nothing, uh, yes around, no one's seen him. Fuck, whatever. You get in your car, you drive home. Ding, ding. But nine o'clock at night, there's a doorbell ringing. Like, what the fuck are you over? And it's the guy who sharpens knives. Like, I heard you're asking for me. You're like, uh-huh. uh, who are you? Goes, I'm the guy who sharpens all the knives. I'm here for your knives. You're like, oh, I'm I'm good. It's nine o'clock. Is this guy, how the fuck did you get my address? He goes, I got your address from God. You're like, ah, this oh, is man. crazy. Yeah, I need to sharpen your knives. Yeah, like, no, dude, you can't. You tell him no. Whatever. You close the door. Doorbell again. You go over. I need your knife. She's like, I dude, just fine. She just give him the knives. She gets the fuck out. I, of and there. I assume he looks exactly like Crispin Glover. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah Crispin yeah. Glover, but also the bad guy from Last Action Hero together, right? Oh, sure. So it's always raining with him. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. Uh, and uh, so you're like, you, it's, I don't know if it's a good idea to give this guy knives, right? Like he's kind of freaking me out, but whatever. He takes all your knives, sharpens them, you get them back. You're like, oh my god, these are the sharpest I've ever been. And he tells you everything you cut will double. Like, what? Like, okay, and he runs away. You go into your kitchen, you get a loaf of bread, you just cut it just because like, you're just like, man, I'm just got to eat something, fuck this. You cut it, and yeah, he's right. You cut one piece, and two pieces pop out on the uh-huh. side that's being cut. Like, what the fuck? Same thing with the butter. Boom, two things. Like, what the fuck? And then you start thinking about, like, well, what else can you cut? And you go to your weenie, and you cut your weenie, and two weenies pop off. Why would I do that? Just to see if it could happen. Yeah, but I feel like I would start elsewhere. What would you do? Uh, Where would you do? 
<laughs> I guess I would mostly just use it. You know what? No, I would start an outreach uh, foundation wow. where I kind of Christ-like. I, I'm just doubling up all the food. I'm, so I'm using that knife. I use the knife to stir soup, and now we got more soup. Wow. You know, I'm using that knife for everything, and I try and just solve the the hunger well, problem. Well, you got to be careful with it because it's going to get dull. It's not going to be able to cut. You got to be very mindful about that kind well, of stuff. Can I like... I'll have the guy keep sharpening it. He's Good luck got him. some like Rapunzel or or whatever. Yeah, no, but he found Rumble you. Stiltskin sort of he vibes. found you. Yeah, I yeah, like what well you're then, doing. Yeah, I, like, I guess I'm I'll just be, saying. Yeah, like, but you're trying to put like you're throwing just, a wrench into no, it. No, I'm not. I'm saying yeah, be you mindful. are. Yeah, you are. Cool. Yeah, I'm just gonna put that. I'm gonna put a, a sh- uh, 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 what's it called metal blade in this cast iron. You're gonna scratch it. If it's still Dublin stuff, what does it matter? <sighs> Your house is haunted by a witch. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Your house is haunted by a witch. Stop, dude. This witch is crazy at all times of day you can hear her skittering running across the ceiling no. running under the under the floorboards no. it's really scary and she's laughing oh and all your food turns to dust and it's all what? these like she's doing all these pranks on you all the time you, try and, you can't open your fridge anymore and that's where all your good food is yeah of course it's in my fridge finally you say i gotta take care of this bitch and you you're you know you're you're really bringing it you know yeah. you you got a you got a shotgun fuck yeah dude. yeah you got you're you're ready you're armed to the i teeth. got blessed shells in there and so you ask, uh, you know, you ask people around, like, "Hey, I got this witch thing going on. Like, how, kill how do me? I, how do I find her?" Basically, and they go, "Do you have a chimney?" And you go, "Yeah." And they go, "She's probably living under the chimney." So under, you go, okay. What about in the hole? So you go, you check up, you look up there, and nothing. You do see a little metal door. You open the door, it goes down. And you go, okay, okay. So you go down deep into your chimney. You discover this whole scary little network under your house. It's all caves and candles and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. And you see her down at the other end. Is she like barbarian kind of? like? Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. And it's very scary. Yeah. And you I see, mean, I'm scared. You see her down at the other end of this sort of like overgrowth tunnel. And somehow there's moonlight coming in. And you see her. And she's like all the way down at the other end. <sighs> she's cast go. in shadow. She's staring at Let's you. Let's go. And dude. then you, you start walking towards her. But somehow the more that you walk towards her, the farther she gets. Uh-huh. And then finally you see this like twinkle in her eye as she sees you in the moonlight that's somehow reaching down there. And then she goes, damn. You're hot as fuck. Come on. And then, no, and then she is like into you. Come on. And she's like, can I, can we hook up? And she's like down. And then she's like, <sighs> she's like, but I'm not just like a, I'm not just like a, we have One sex. Time. And then, yeah, she's like, right. I want, I'm looking for a commitment. Yeah. yeah. You, you're engaged. You've already got your whole life and all this stuff going on. But this witch has been haunting your place. And, and look, she's frightening to look at. Yeah. But, you do feel this turn when you discover she thinks you're attractive, right. where you kind of go like, eh, maybe, eh. yeah. So what do you do? I pull out my shotgun. I finish the job. Yeah, you got to blow her away. Yeah, that's it, yeah. dude. Yeah, because she's not gonna go. You away. turn my food to dust. Yeah, she you locked, locked fridge. my fridge. Yeah, she's not going away. No, she's basically blackmailing you into. Fucking oh, so her. we get in a relationship and things are gonna work out. Yeah. No, I saw the way you flirt. It's yeah. sickening. And what's gonna happen to your fiance? No. Like she's gonna turn her. Well, to that dust doesn't matter. I'm yeah. just saying, like, what about my oh, food? You know what I mean? Like that's my problem. You know what I'm saying? Like. It's like, you got to, that's nuts. Yeah, you blow her away. Yeah, got to, man. Got to, for Christ. Yeah, respect. You do it for Christ. Amen. You're inside a kombucha factory. You're walking around, you're getting this tour, everything's great. And now all of a sudden you look over like one of the uh, fermentation stations, you're talking to someone who's working there and bottling stuff, and you get to talk and, oh, it's really interesting. And as you turn around, you realize the tour is gone. You don't know where the hell to go. 
Like, oh, you got to go? Like, yeah, sure, you got it. So you start running around looking at all those different places. Mm -hmm. You finally find this one area that you're like, this wasn't on the map for the tour. I don't know, whatever. But you pop into the door and you realize what kombucha is actually made out of. Kombucha is just a whole bunch of yous, right? The clones of you strapped up and they got tubes sucked on everyone's nipples, right? And there's somebody just pumping and kombucha is just all this nipple juice coming out of all these clones of you. So the scoby and the mother and all that stuff, that's not real. Not real. They just tricked us with that shit. That's the propaganda. Yeah. What do you do? Well, this is very similar to an episode of Futurama where he discovers that slurm is basically like the <laughs> secretions of this like giant worm woman. Um, but look, I love kombucha, so yeah. I just keep drinking it and I basically just deny that I know that. And I, I just I suppress that with all the other stuff I suppress wow. in my life. Okay, cool. I just like kombucha. It's yeah. like so yummy. Don't even question about the clones or anything like that. No, I'm no. just kinda like they got their own whole yeah. thing going on. I got my whole life going on. Right. I'm not gonna derail my life to just Because every kombucha company out. is this. Yeah, but I'm like, what rights does a clone have? I, I don't really know. You know, yeah, you would I, determine that it's your clone. So yeah, but I, I go like, is it still mine? They gave. I probably signed a waiver if they got it and they made it. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know that I necessarily believe I have a soul. So I definitely am not sure. Right. I believe that a clone has a soul. No, and you're up there. Maybe you're like, yeah, like it kind of depends. It, it depends on how everything escalates. Right. Does the person running this factory know that I've discovered this? You, tell you know, me. I'm like, if they know, and then they go like, oh, okay, well, then you have to shoot your clone in the head. Then I go like, well, fine, all fine. right. I, can I get a box to go? It seems like if I don't do it, then who knows you what's going to happen to me. get a case of the booch, Yeah, bud. exactly. Right. Yeah. So no, I just keep drinking it, and I just kind of deny that good I know you, all man. that stuff. Good, yeah. A good corporate man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, Not sometimes, a yeah, this <laughs> is what you got to do. Okay. You discover that anything that you draw can come to life. Oh, hell yeah. The problem is you're terrible at drawing. No, I'm not. So you are. I've seen what you do. It's I'm actually pretty good. good. You're not good. Good shading, good volume. No, 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 no. You good can use an app. You can use an app. But I'm saying if you draw with a pen, it looks like dog shit. <laughs> and so you're drawing all these things, but then, and they come to life. But what's spooky is that they're so poorly drawn that they're actually really frightening, even if they're good natured. Mm. You are an addict of a person, and when you discover that you have the ability to do something like this, you can't stop doing it. Right. So you're drawing up a storm. You're drawing tornadoes. They're flying through your neighborhood. You're drawing a version of yourself. It's all fucked tornadoes up. Tornadoes are like fun Slender to draw. Man. Yeah, it's super easy, and it's yeah. fun. You throw a little Tasmanian devil in there, and then you got a rights issue. I don't know how to do that. Yeah, it'd be hard. But if you little hands, you could probably figure out the hands. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. they wouldn't look right. But so... How do you use this power? Is there a meaningful way that you can use this gift? <sighs> yeah, I think there is. And then, like one of the things I do is I start just drawing money. Yeah. I'm printing my That's own smart. money, buddy. That's okay? smart. You know what I mean? What is the Treasury Department going to do? Take my ability to draw away? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought, I'm sorry. I thought I was an American, right? So I use my money and I go out there and I start buying p- massive parcels of land uh-huh. throughout the US. I end up buying all like, pr- like private land. I, I end up doing that. Uh-huh. I own the majority of of the US. Uh-huh. And I decided I'm like, well, uh, it's since I am the largest landowner and uh because of that I have the the right to like, you know, build whatever I want on this property, I'm going to do something that's going to benefit everybody. And I build the biggest connecting slide in the world. Whoa. And uh, I build it, and it's heat resistant, it's water resistant, weather resistant, it's all that You've shit. You've done the math. I've done the math. It yeah. didn't take me that long. Okay? Yeah. And how do I make it? I draw it. Yeah. So I draw this massive slide up that goes all the way from the tip of Oregon all the way down to, to the Florida. the taint right? of Florida. Right? And yeah. massive, massive cross country. And I, I tell people like, like obviously it's not gonna, it's, you know, hey, it's it's supposed to take you about like it's a it's it's a six hour slide, which is amazing. Thinking of like how far you have to travel. Uh huh. But there's a problem I didn't think about. Uh oh. In my drawing, 
I actually drew a little kind of devils and demons inside the slide accidentally. Uh, why? So <laughs> accidentally. Oh, okay. So when people are slipping a slide in, little demons and devils are grabbing people and throwing them off the slide. U.S. government comes in and says, guess what? We're going to shut this down. Jeez. We're going to take all your land away. I go, no, you're not. Yes, you are. I draw an army. Oh, man. That army comes up, attacks oh, U.S. Man. government, right? Who wins? None of us does. None of us does. <laughs> they take away all the paper and pens from me. I get captured. They don't think I can draw. Yeah, you're like Magneto. You're like in a prison cell where there's no paper and pens. <laughs> but, you know, but you know what I got? You got your own blood. No, I'm not going to use my blood or poo. That's disgusting. Oh, no. pee? No. Tears? I, I get one of the prison guards. Oh, okay. I get him to shit and bleed. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I was going to say, that idea works. My, my idea. <laughs> I get the prison guards. Bloody shit. Yeah. And then I start drawing. Why is it bloody? Because <laughs> I need both. I need to. Yeah. Need no, but I know. But how did you, how did the prison guard will it so that his shit is bloody? Paper cut on the butthole. Damn, I wish I didn't ask. Yeah, that's great. So then what, you draw another army and then you bust out of there? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Maybe not. (laughs) (laughs) Crunchy or smooth peanut butter? You know what? I want to say because I'm going to answer a question you're not asking, which is that I always go lots of pulp in my orange juice. That's not what I'm asking. <laughs> and but so I, I feel like in the same the same person who would go lots of pulp should get crunchy peanut butter. And I think I always believe I like crunchy, but actually I'm creamy all the way. That's sick to me, man. Crunchy's the best. Yeah, I, I wanna believe you, but I but then when I have it I go like, nah, I wish this was just creamy. Nah. Well it is creamy. It's got crunch in it. Yeah, I don't want the crunch though. I just want the cream. Okay, so you're in one of those like submersible, like from like the abyss, uh, like you know whatever those things are. Yeah. yeah, and you're going to the the very bottom of the Marianas Trench, Been and there. and you're trying to go even deeper than wherever James Cameron went. And so you're looking around, and you find this cave, and it does seem to go deeper. And everyone in your crew is like, like I don't think we should go in there. You eject them. You're alone now. You watch them explode <laughs> under the pressure down there. And so you do regret it. You get crushed. Right when you do it, you go, jeez, oh boy. But then I look at that cave again. I'm like, oh, and shit. Well, I got to go into that cave. Yeah. So you go into the cave and you, you're going down, 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 down. So now you're like, okay, I broke whatever Cameron's record is. Yeah. I'm deep as hell Smashed now. It. Yeah. And you get to this point and it looks like there's this like mirror in the bottom of the cave. And you're like, what? what is this? You extend one of the submersible arms, right? And it seems to go through. And you go, okay, fuck it. Let's go, baby. So you go through. (laughs) You go through this thing, and then it's like it's like a mirror image where it's like now you're just going back up. And you go like, oh, okay. So I guess I'm just confused. Was it an air pocket or I don't know, right? And so then you come up now and everything looks different. It's like somehow everything feels more like primordial than it did before. There's a lot more a lot more animals and all this stuff going on in the water that wasn't there before. You get up onto the land and you see that you're in kind of like a prehistoric earth now. Yeah. Center of the earth. No, but you've gone back up. Like you've gone back to the surface. Yeah. In your mind. Okay. Uh, And but what you see is the that the moment of separation between like whatever our ancient ancestors are. It's like Cro Magna Man, fucking Neanderthal, fucking Homo habilis or whatever. And you see the moment where it's like modern human is emerging. And you realize that you can give them tools to cut way forward in our progress. You can give them a wheel immediately. You can give them a PS5. You can do whatever you want to do to say, do you you accelerate it or do you stay out of it? Well, I go right to that human, murder him. Oh wow! And I look at all prison the prison rules, and I go to all the, the 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 dummies that are like you know not not evolved yet, and I go, I'm king now. You understand? 
Do you get Do me? Do you speak English? <laughs> Are you too dumb? I'm a king. I'm a king. You have that concept? Uh-uh. Well, here it is. And then I rule. Yeah. And I make them build a dope-ass structure. As best so, they yeah, can. so you're trying to... No, because you could have them cut so many years of human progress. And like then you get, can and then somehow the evolve and get, immediately. And yeah, but then get to a place where someone beats my record before I do? No. So you're obsessed <laughs> with the record. So even now with the, the new man that you could you could create. I've already created a new man. It's me, bud. Right, right. But you're still <laughs> obsessed with this Mariana's Trench record? Well, yeah, because if, if, if I give them the tools that I have, they're building off my shoulders. Yeah. Of course they're going to beat it. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so you stunt human progress. No, so I don't no stunt one... human progress. I don't know who the hell these people are. Yeah. <laughs> you think I'm going to have them rise up and take us down? Yeah. Come on, dude. I'm actually doing the world a service. Yeah. All right. All right. Goodbye. Bye.